Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch, and the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. To gain visibility and control over your financials, e-commerce, and more, take advantage special financing from NetSuite by Oracle. No payments for six months. NetSuite.com slash H-E-R-D. J-Mac with the news. Oh, it's Eddie House. My bad. I got talking to you, J-Mac, and I just You just love talking to me, but Eddie House is a good good chat. I'm sorry, Eddie. I'm not going to blow past Eddie here. What's ridiculous. 11 years, Fox Sports. Okay. J-Mac loved Jamal Murray. I liked him. I didn't know he was a playmaker. I thought he was a I thought he was a guy that could give you 24 points a night. Are you surprised that he has become 23 points, 10 plus assists, a playmaker, a scorer? Did you see this in him? Well, I know exactly what he can do. We all know he can score the basketball and the thing is when you're a great basketball player, you're teetering on good to great. You find ways to be effective however it is. And if they want to trap him, he's making the right plays. I think he's been able to understand how he could be more effective by not just scoring the basketball, but also setting other guys up right there. Michael Porter, who's been struggling from perimeter, set him up for an easy basket. And when it's time to take tough shots and make tough shots, he's a guy that's able to do that. But So I'm not surprised at all. And you got to remember, a guy who's missed almost two seasons with injury, chomping at the bit to get back to a position to show everybody who he really is. So I'm not surprised at all. He's a he's an A1 hooper. One of the great advantages, what broke Kobe and Shaq up, in the end they were both stars, there were some ego. The reason Duncan and the Spurs were able to maintain that was Duncan was a fairly egoless guy. 
and I've said this with Jokic uh, and Aaron Gordon and a lot of these guys, Bruce Brown, this feels like we could have five or six years of this kind of run. It's not a it's not a glamorous NBA franchise. There's a workmanlike kind of ethos with these guys. When, when you look at this Denver team, the way they've blown through the playoffs, I mean, they've literally just rolled everybody. Does this feel sustainable for four, five, six years to you? Well, I don't think they just blown through people through the playoffs. They also did in the regular season. I think they was the number one seed for pretty much the bulk of the season. So this is not new to them. Uh, Mike, Michael Malone, Coach Michael Malone, has gotten on them at times for letting go of the rope or, you know, taking for granted the position they're in, and they've responded every single time. Now, is it sustainable if they keep this together, you know, where guys end up winning the championship and you have free agents coming up or, you know, you hear some trade value always trying to make your team better? If they could keep this, they'll be competitive, especially if they keep that core together of uh, Jamal Murray and Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. If they're able to keep that together, I think it's sustainable. It's going to be hard to do, though, um, you know, because teams are going to come clamoring. They're going to throw offers at you. Then on the same time, when you become a free agent, you're going to be looking to get paid uh, what you feel that you're worth. But if they're able to do that, their upper management is able to do that, yeah, they'll be able to compete because not only do they do it on the offensive end, they've been playing defense. Yeah. The Miami Heat been struggling scoring the ball, and that's not because they just have been missing wide open shots. No, when they were getting those wide open shots, they were making them. Denver made an adjustment; they're not making any mental mistakes. And you you got to give credit to Denver for being more than a one trick pony, more than just Jokic, more than just Jamal Murray. They're able to do it in a variety of different ways. And last game was the Aaron Gordon game. You know, you had Christian Brown, who Brown, excuse me, Christian Brown, who showed up in in game three, and then you had Bruce Brown shows up in game four. So, when you win a championship, there are these games where you can tag them a certain guy's game. And last game was definitely the Aaron Gordon game, and Jokic only had four assists. That was the way to try to take them out of what they do. Don't let him get everybody else off. He only had four assists. They still won by double figures. So. It's going to be a, a, it's a steep, steep mountain climb for the Miami Heat to try to win this series. So you're in Arizona. You know it well. You watch the Suns. Chris Paul's name's out there. I actually think uh, Vogel will get the most out of DeAndre Ayton. His history is working with bigs, playing defense. Ayton's not mm -hmm. a great defender. He'll get better. I think Chris Paul's best place is to stay in Phoenix. They just need bench help. I actually think... You know, they've got the size. They could, they could, I thought they actually gave the Nuggets a couple of quick games, a couple of close games. They beat them a couple of times. They just didn't have the depth. They didn't have the bench. And they ran out of gas at the end of that series. Chris Paul, to me, works in Phoenix just at a lower number. What is your guess on where he goes? Yeah, I think he works in Phoenix too, because then he doesn't have to really be relied on to do any type of scoring. He is a great facilitator, a great – he has a high, a very, very, very high basketball IQ. He get, he puts guys in position to score, and he gets after guys, and he has a cachet to do so, where what he says, people listen, his words carry weight. Um, I, I think it's, it is a great fit for Phoenix, but at the same time, I'm not sure if Phoenix uh, – you, you know, what, what that tag, what that number will be. Um, I'm not sure if they're willing – to, to give up whatever he's looking for. Uh, Chris Paul will help any team. And I don't care where you put him, that team will get better. We see him do that with OKC. 
We've seen him do that with the New Orleans uh, Hornets at the time, uh, now the Pelicans. We, we've seen him do these things no matter where he goes with the Clippers. The team gets better because of him on the court. So it really doesn't matter. If, if I'm Phoenix, i got to run it back one more time because he was injured and have this team collectively from start of training camp to the end of the season have a chance to try to compete together without uh you, without the trade deadline or any of the swirling things that's going around coming into training camp, DeAndre and all those things, to have a clear mind on one focused goal, and that's getting to the NBA championship. And I don't see how Chris Paul helps, uh, excuse me, hurts any team. Finally, uh, Wiggins last year, Andrew Wiggins and Aaron Gordon this year, um, are players who enter the NBA as teenagers. They go to chaotic franchises that can't kind of define their role, and they get lost and they kind of underachieve. Then Wiggins goes to the Warriors. They say, they say, hey, be our number three guy. Play defense on the wing. Gordon goes to the Nuggets. Be a great defender. We don't need you to score. If you do, it's, it's icing on top. And with both Wiggins last year and Gordon this year, you look up and you're like, my God, these guys are so good and they're so valuable. You played in the NBA, nine teams, a lot of years. Did you see this a lot where young guys come in, they're lottery picks, they're asked as young kids to take over a franchise, and they're 19 years old. They're just not ready for it. But then they shift gears, go to a better team, and Gordon and Wiggins flourish now with a really good culture. Did you see that a lot? Well, the, the league wasn't as young as it is now. So you see more of that nowadays. And what you see more than anything else, you see teams giving up on players sooner than they should. Yeah. You know, when you get somebody that's 19 years old, it's going to take three, four, five years to just adjust to the rigors of the NBA, to understanding what it's like to become a professional. That's why where you get drafted is more important than not the, the team you get drafted to. Sometimes is more important than the, the where you got drafted right. at, whether it be one, two, three, four. You know, but it's more important the organization you get drafted to. I think when you look at the organizations that have success with young players are usually established organizations that understand when they bring in a player, these players are going to fall in line because they have veterans around. Well, when you drafting at the bottom of at the uh, top of the draft every single year, you're usually not a good team. And so now you have a bunch of young players. There is really no veteran leadership. So it doesn't surprise me that it takes a while for these players to develop and then become who they are. The reason why they got drafted high was because of people seeing their potential. And so it's it's not. I didn't see it that much as I was coming up because it was much a uh, older league um and it started getting younger as you know i was on my way out yeah but right now the way the league is is uh is constructed is so young and you know teams give up so fast on these young players because they want instant success i think that you have to look back and say hey man what does this player really give us and develop players as more so saying i need this guy to give me this right away will develop him to do that. And I think that's why you see undrafted players have success in Miami because they'll develop players. You see what the Golden State Warriors have done with their players. Uh, they have developed them. And so to me, that's really the, the thing that I look at is more so is you got to get drafted to the right organization. Otherwise, you might have a couple tough years and you have to go somewhere else and then you'll be able to find yourself. It's all about how the organization is ran. Good seeing you, Eddie. Appreciate it as always.
Right on. Take care, man. Thanks for having me. You bet. Game five tonight in Denver. J-Mac, I would guess they were favored by eight or nine, were they not? I think I'd stay away from the bet. I think Miami will give you – they've got too much pride. Uh, they'll play defense. Uh, you know, it's, it is winning the championship. Denver could be a little tight. I think it's like a five-point, six-point game. I'll take Denver it, to win. It's currently nine heading toward eight and a half. Yeah, I would, I would, take, I would take the heat, but I think Denver's – I would win. not. You would Denver blowout? I don't know about blowout, but they'll, they're they just overpowering, dude. They're going to close it out in Denver. First title for the French. Pretty exciting stuff in Denver. I went uh, take out their last like seven games. They lost five because they, they Jokic rested. If you go through the regular season in the playoffs, <laughs> Denver's last like 30 games beating the crap out of yeah. people. By the way, somebody told me the NHL finals might end this week. I was like, I didn't know they started. Apparently, oh, no. Florida's losing that no. as well. Vegas. Heat down. Vegas. Vegas Knights. Yeah. yeah, I watched. I watched. You know, that's something else you I watched. Did, this. Stop it. You did not watch I NHL. Watched, I watched the first period of the Stanley Cup finals, uh, and uh, Vegas got off to a lead. Let me guess. You couldn't find the remote, and it was just stuck on that no, channel. No, I like to stay current. I watch all this stuff. I don't why Canadian Open. I sat there on my treadmill, listened to Jim Nance. I'm not going to watch the first couple of rounds, but I want to okay. watch drama. Hey, to each his own. You know, you could have called me. We could have hung out. You could have come uh, watch me play basketball in the men's oh, league. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I had a busy little Sunday. Yeah. A lot of stuff going yeah, on. I, you, really bummed out. I missed out on that opportunity. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right. Jokic 
gunning to win his finals MVP award would go with his two regular season MVPs. Jamal Murray actually thinks that Jokic can perform even better. I don't know how that's possible. He won his first MVP, and then his numbers were better than the second MVP, and then his numbers are better during during now. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I think there's more to come actually from Yoke. I think he can get a little bit. I think we haven't seen a side of Yoke that we're going to see um, where he can be just pure dominance uh, all the way time or the whole game, um, even more than he has been. For the record, best player in the league, Jokic. Second best player, Giannis. Third best player, Luka. And Victor Wembanyama is the best prospect. Get get ready for it. It is a global sport. And the best players, often bigs, are coming from overseas. Yeah. I love it. I think it's fun. I think they have unique games. This I is, love watching Jokic play. This is a longer discussion, but the day you were stuck in wherever on your travel back from Iceland, I had Broussard on. And we talked about this, and I was like, listen, I'm not saying American AAU basketball is failing, but obviously it's successful financially, uh, capitalism rules. But are the players getting better? Well, no, and the, I think that's a legitimate question. Steve Kerr has pointed to this. Like, John Morant, immature. Zion, immature. When you're babied, coddled, and told you're the man at 13 years on, you, you it takes you, it stunts growth. European players play against men when they're 14, 15. They're the worst player on these teams, or if not, they're the best prospect, but they get pushed around. Yeah. And so they come into this league very mature, ready to play, highly skilled, and older than their years. Our kid, basketball's culture in America is a mess. I love the well, sport. The culture is is awesome, but it, for in terms of bas- making basketball players great, I think it's a bit of a mess. You is can't that fair? you can't coach them hard in AAU, or the players won't play for you. And you then can't they'll coach, leave. Yeah, they'll be out. Can't coach them hard. In, in, and I'm not like for badgering players, but our football culture, it's a badge of honor to be coached by Saban, Brian Kelly. You're coached hard. There's it doesn't matter if it's Ryan Day or Jim Harbaugh. They're going to love you. You're going to wrap their arm around, kick you in the butt as they put their arm on your shoulder, but you're going to be, it's hard coaching. That doesn't exist in basketball. There's also something you touched on about the whole social media aspect. When you're 14 and ranked the number one 14-year-old in America and your Instagram following is swelling up, all of a sudden you get the head like, ah, I'm the man. Of course you will. You're not really grinding on your game and creating like the moves. Luka Doncic came into this league and was instantly, by like year three, one of the top like seven players in the league. That like does not happen to these guys coming in from the draft here no. in America. I, People, I don't know a quick fix, Colin. Yeah, I don't. I just think the basketball culture is there's so much money in a star from the shoe company to the player to the agent to the trainer that 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 just it's it, in the NFL the way the CBA is. Even if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're not getting rich early. Well, the money thing's tough because a lot of the good high school basketball players, some of the best ones are inner city kids and they don't come from a lot. So yeah, when well, people are throwing money at you, you're like, oh, well, geez, well, I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm not blaming the yeah. kid. I'm never blaming the kid. Yeah. I'm blaming the culture. The system, right? It's yeah, just, by the it's way, a not... lot of... And I, and I also think basketball has become a much more suburban... I mean, the bottom line is these kids come from big suburbs. Steph Curry. They, it, they, it's just, it's a suburb sport. And, and I think the football is the same thing. It's a suburb sport. So I don't want to get too much on the economics. I don't blame the player, but the basketball culture, AAU, Steve Kerr said it. It's not for developing players. How do players. we build better basketball players in America? I think that's a legitimate question. I mean, well, got- here's what we're seeing right now. The European guys are better, sooner, more mature, skilled. more skilled, more refined. It's not like this. 
The three best are, are oh, and by the way, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a great thing. I still like watching our players, but when I'm watching Victor Womanyama's interview, he's like, I can't wait to be a teammate. I can't wait to play defense. I can't wait. It's refreshing. Yeah. Like, it's not about, It's not as me-oriented. There is something to the academy culture, which is big in soccer yes. overseas. You get these kids in. I know that Americans aren't going to want to hear this, but you pull them out of the school system, and you put them in the soccer academy, the and way. they're doing school and other stuff, but it's... The focus is there. Highly effective. By the way, the MLS has a similar it's, academy culture. It's really starting to grow yeah. big. So the MLS has done this for, for people that don't follow it. They built these academies. And it, it, t- it takes a decade to get them rolling. But you get the rights to the player. If he's in your region or area code or whatever, and he goes to your academy, you get his rights. And again, he is. you are really building... A team, a community, yeah. and I—I I think the MLS slowly but surely—it's taken a while, but that's why yeah. this messy to the MLS. The MLS in ten years, it's like women's basketball. Now that women are encouraged to play basketball over the last generation, women's basketball does not even look like it looked like twenty years ago. It is so much better. Yeah. MLS in ten years is going to be significantly better than it is now, and today. Go look at MLS 10 years ago and today. The crowds, the stadiums, the players. It's taking... Like the NFL, it looks what it looks like. Like there are certain sports that are just getting better and better. I mean, we watched UFC. The women's division was cringy. The best fight in the card this weekend, arguably... Was the Nunez fight? You're watching that too? Oh, oh I love it. How, do you, you watch you to the TV all weekend? Oh, I watch well, NHL, and, golf, and, MMA. And wasn't around, so I was watching oh, television and documentaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All weekend. Wow, Unabomber I, documentaries. I watched that one. I watched the Netflix Unabomber and the one called Net. Watch that one too. That's about the LSD Harvard Unabomber experiment. Dude, what, I was on. What, I was, are you a Renaissance man over here? You're so well-rounded, Coward. Well, I, goodness gracious! Well, I couldn't name ten hockey players. You watched an entire period of the NHL finals. Hey, I'm kind of impressed. All right, <laughs> on to the NFL. Where uh, Lamar Jackson loving his new system under OC Todd Munkin. Munkin giving Lamar the authority to change plays that he had in the past. Uh, Lamar appreciates the confidence his coach has given him, and he said that Munkin has basically given him the keys to the offense, and he's loving it. Sounds like Baltimore's going to look a lot different than they did last year. A lot more passing, a lot more diverse air attack, maybe less ground game. Well, they don't want Lamar to get hit as much. You figure Buffalo needs to figure this out. Like Buffalo, Josh Allen gets hit too much. Lamar gets hit too much. Starting to, I I would, you know, because I knew this story was coming. I did a little reading and I I may need to readjust. Remember, I was like, Ravens on the downward trend. Listen, it's only June. So I thought. No official picks. I I need to wait and see. So I know. So I know in my mind who's going to make the playoffs in the AFC. So best quarterback in almost every division. Right. So I'm going Mahomes, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and then I have three teams and I have to pick two: Lamar, Aaron, and two with Mike McDaniel. Whoa! So no, it's going to be Wilson. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be significantly better, but they're going to win like nine games. Chargers win eleven. Okay. So, so it's going to be tight. I mean, what about, like, what about our Steelers? I thought we had a thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then I'll make it. So I have, five, I have five of mine all set. I I have to pick two between the Ravens, where I think I'm leaning, Jets, Miami, because I wanted to pick both the Jets and Miami, but I think Baltimore is going to be really good. I bet you uh, to, to America, he's going to pick Miami just because I'm a Jets. No, no, no. Watch, you watch, you watch. I had somebody call me from the NFL this weekend. 
a friend who played quarterback for years in the league. He said the number one free agent acquisition this year was Vic Fangio. He said oh. there's about seven to ten teams in the NFL that are copying their defense. He said it's not Jalen Ramsey. He said now they have two corners. He said Vic Fangio, Aaron Rodgers is going to get Vic Fangio twice. He's like, let me tell you something. That's the hot – for years and years, Pete Carroll had that – what do they call it? Cover three. He said Vic Fangio is – he goes, that dude, everything he forces the quarterback, everything is post-snap. Totally high. Basically, it's a zone, but on vertical routes, they cover you man-to-man. He said it is hard for quarterbacks in new systems or who are young. So they got two good corners. I think Holland is the safety I like there, the kid out of Oregon. No, their secondary Um, now is stout. He said Fangio is the – his theory on defense is the hot new theory in the league. It's being duplicated and copied all over the league. Uh, I, I wanted to look at the Dolphins' defensive line. Like, best pass rusher, I guess, Bradley Chubb? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, good player. Christian Wilkins, yeah. I'm Christian Wilkins is good. Uh, I'm not a Christian player. Wilkins is good. Yeah. Jet, Jets are fine. We're Interior D lineman. Christian Wilkins is good. We're worried about Buffalo. We're looking upward, not, not downward. Okay. Final story. <laughs> Rookie running back Jameer Gibbs is getting his first taste of the NFL during Lions minicamp. Oh, yeah, this is you're going to love this. Uh, he spent the final year of his college career at Alabama. I think he started at Georgia Tech. He was asked how NFL practices compared to what he went through under your guy, Nick Saban. What's the difference between an NFL practice and a Nick Saban practice? <laughs> Saban, uh, you probably hitting every day. So full pads, in the heat for two hours. So yeah, here we we get we get good working, but they, they don't they don't try to kill us. We uh, we good, we good. <laughs> Nick Saban grinds harder than Dan Campbell does? Well, I think the NFL, you're dealing with older players. You don't have to grind them. There's money here. Guys are more self-motivated. I mean, at the college level, you're trying to weed out guys that just, they're not going to be football players. In the NFL, they were all great college players. They're all getting paid. I don't think you have to grind them as much. It reminds me of when I first joined this show. You were really grinding me in the dust, trying to see if I could hack it. You, I was throwing haymakers left and right. And I was you doing were my best miss, Mayweather. Depended on the day. Yeah, it was it was touch and go there. By the way, uh, small body language thing. Did you see Gibbs kind of leaning back and forth? He I didn't like want. That. He's he, got that energy. I like that. That's he, how I kind of am okay. in sports. Yeah, yeah. Way to personalize it. So I, <laughs> I think what it is is you lean back and forth and get fidgety when you have to tell the truth but are uncomfortable oh. with it. He, he called out Nick Saban. He didn't want to. No. When you think his coaches they, are going to make him run extra? Well, they always say sprints? when you're you're interviewing a suspect, if they touch their face, oh. or that's a that's a tell oh. that they're lying when they touch their face and get fidgety. Police are interviewing a suspect. You, you, what did you have they, an internship with a, co- a police no, department? No, I I, uh, I watched the Unabomber. I'm very well yeah, aware of like FBI that. tactics. Okay, all right. <laughs> J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout, maybe 
movie in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, today's best for last, J-Mac. We're calling it NBA Finals Exam. Finishing out the semester. We're almost done. Tonight could be the last night. You're going to give me trivia questions. I'll decide which of the finals teams is the correct answer so mm, it's the nba okay. finals exam it's our midterm yeah. almost finished mid okay all right which player is averaging the most minutes per game in the nba playoffs uh you got Jokic a butler b murray c bam out of bio d i would say because miami doesn't have a ton of size outside of bam i'd say bam out of bio is is leading in minutes play. not even close jamal murray Wow. Uh, well, it was kind of close, but uh, he was the last among these choices. Uh, Jamal Murray first. All right, which franchise is older? Take your time here. Heat or Nuggets? A lot of young undrafted guys. Oh, I, I think that we mean the franchise, like when it debuted. Oh, which franchise is older? Oh, that's a interesting question. <laughs> that's interesting. I'm going to say Denver Nuggets. 
There we go. Back on the right track. 1967. Heat were 1988, as I like to point out, during the Michael Jordan era. A lot of expansion teams for bad yeah. teams. Uh, which finals player was drafted the highest overall? You got Aaron Gordon, Bam Adebayo, Kevin Love, mm. Jamal Murray. Aaron Gordon was drafted four, so I'm going to say Aaron Gordon. Mm, nicely where, where done. Where was Kevin Love drafted? Fifth overall. Okay. Jamal Murray, Lake seventh. Is, Lake Oswego High School. Ooh. He was pretty darn good in no, he was, a, he was. Yeah, I saw some high school stuff. Yeah. True or false? I love true or false questions. Jimmy Butler used to star in Oscar Mayer commercials as a child. See, I, I don't think our... I mean, how, why would our staff go there? Like, that feels very out of the blue random. I'm going to say true. Mm. They just made that up. They totally made that up. I could name the guys, but I don't want to put them on blast. That's good. Uh, which of the following players has the highest salary? Bam Adebayo, Aaron Gordon, Kyle Lowry, or Michael Porter Jr.? Michael Porter signed a pretty healthy deal. Um, Lowry may be on the end of a deal. Um, God, I, I, in a weird way, I, this sounds ridiculous. Is it Lowry? Mm. You're close with the Michael Porter Jr. He's yeah, got a five-year, $179 million That's extension. a lot of money for Michael Porter. He's making Porter. $35 million a year. What's Lowry making? I don't know. I was going to say, is he at the end of a... He's not number one. Because everybody talks about moving him for Dame as one of the pieces because of the salary. Yeah. Uh, yeah Michael Porter signed a big deal. True or false, Denver Nuggets are the first franchise Stan Kroenke purchased. He either purchased the Avalanche or the Nuggets first. And I think he owns... Do the Avalanche and Nuggets play in the same building? Because I think he owns the Pepsi Center. I, I don't know that. So I think those are one of his first two. I'm going to say uh, true. Yeah! Nailed it! Uh, 2000. He purchased them. Now he's just got a nasty portfolio. Okay, now wh- when did he purchase the Avalanche? I also in 2000. So, But this was just weeks earlier or something? Must have been days or whatever. Yeah. Uh, who was older? <laughs> Udonis Haslam Haslam or Tyler Hero and Christian Brown combined you guys make Udonis look 50 in that picture he is a fossil well he is he is older I wouldn't say that to his face apparently he's he's a nice guy he's a tough guy let's see who is older Udonis so let the Udonis let's say he's 40 I'm gonna say Christian Brown and Tyler Hero are like a year older combined well done. Well, they're 45, and Haslam is 42. Uh, Can you imagine playing in the NBA in your 40s? The I would cardio. Love, I would love it. You would love it? That would be like my greatest, one of the most fun things ever in To my play life. in the NBA. Outside of like family and stuff. You love basketball. I love it. Love sweating, love playing hoops. It's a great sweat. True or false, Nikola Jokic is averaging more points, rebounds, assists combined in the postseason compared to the regular season. You like to say that... Uh, stats go down in the playoffs. I would say because he'll play more minutes in a playoff game, it's true. Ooh, that's great analysis. 53.2 in the playoffs, 46-1 in the regular season. Because he's more crucial. He's going to make sure in those blowouts in the regular season, you can take him off the ball. Ball's in his hands all the time. Yep, yep. Which player has committed the most turnovers in the postseason? Jokic, Butler, Murray, Adebayo. I would say because of the defense, Butler... Jokic balls in his hands all the time. 66 turnovers, tied for the most in the playoffs with Jalen Brown, the turnover machine. Well, that's because he's played a lot more. He's played a lot of games. Yeah. True or false? 
Christian Brown's own clothing line label has a signature shirt that says Brown Eyed Girl. B R A U N. False. No. Wait. No, it's true. <laughs> he has up. a clothing line? He, a clothing line was unveiled when he was a junior at Kansas. Look at that. Brown eyed girl. That's pretty damn cool. That's like almost like a herd burger or something. Yeah. You know? I like that. Christian Brown. Way that to go. kid's been shockingly effective. Entrepreneurial. Yeah. It's right in your wheelhouse. Uh, which franchise has more all-time head-to-head wins in the regular season, Heat or Nuggets? So when they've played each other, who has more regular season wins? Yeah. I would say Miami. Really? I just want to get this question is amazing. Eric Spolster's first job with the Miami Heat was valet parking for corporate sponsors. True or false? Well, he worked in the film room for the Blazers. I'm going to say false. Correct. He was the video coordinator for the Heat. Parking valet for corporate sponsors. It's <laughs> just hilarious. Finally, quickly, during the uh, 2014 draft, which company's commercial aired while Jokic was drafted? FTX Exchange, Taco Bell, Liberty Mutual, Apple. This is a layup, dude. Apple. What do you mean, what do you mean layup? Don't you watch the NBA draft? It was nine years ago. <laughs> Taco Bell. This has been it well documented. Nine years ago. Yeah. Do you like how he put it FTX? That wasn't even a, a glimmer in some greedy guy's eye back then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the herd. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.